Clean My Daycare has been servicing child care owners and providers with professional janitorial services for years now. Surveying, building relationships, and serving our child care communities is what we do. Clean My Daycare podcast uncovers, discusses, and solves the lifestyle of owning and directing a child care facility. Using success stories, interviews with industry experts, we work together to keep your child care facility running smoothly and enrollment rates going up at all times without compromising the integrity of your facility. Since this is a completely free platform, if you're getting massive value, want to support us, and make sure that you're always getting those headache-saving tips, subscribe, rate, and review today. Hello, childcare owners, directors, and the entire village needed to raise a child. We are so grateful to have you here. My name is Mari, and I'm here to help on the Child Care Podcast. Here we cover everything from pain, success stories, and interviews with industry experts on how to keep your child care facility running smoothly at all times. So guys, today's topic is setting your parents' minds at ease. And I always like to tell people why it's important for them to be here in this particular podcast, just so that people aren't, you know, wasting their 10, 15 minutes with us unless they absolutely feel like it adds value to their lives. So this is really important um, because even if you think you have parents that know, like, and trust you already... This pandemic has parents really questioning um, what's going on and what they should do with their children. Okay, the parents are your clients. They are the final decision makers on their children. This pandemic almost mandates you to offer parents clarity on the COVID-19 strategies, okay? Today, I'm going to give you guys some tips on what you want to have in your child care facility and directly in your dream team, right? Everyone who makes up your child care staff. So here you have it. Some tips on just ensuring um, that your parents are comfortable. They want to be comfortable leaving little Ania at your center with you versus the other choices that might literally be a few miles away, okay? So... In the center, these are some things that you want to have. Number one, general preparedness and planning. So you want to have a what would you do if and what not to do for you and your team during this kind of code red, um, you know, situation we have. And you also want to have an actual code red uh, strategy if something were to happen. So keep that in mind. Second thing is social distancing strategies. Now, this is a no brainer. The CDC enforces it. Now, you just need to make it plain. Okay. So print some literature out, enforce it, make sure the parents see that you guys are trying your best to put it out there to the public and to your community. Um, Parent drop off and pick up. So we already know no parents in the building. This can be tough on your parents, especially moms. Okay. Guilty. Instead, try welcoming them with kind of a designated teacher to sign in and check their temperatures and things like that outside of the main doors. I would even add some like instant tea bags and instant coffee, maybe every other Friday or every Friday so that parents can grab it and go as a courtesy and just kind of keep them smiling. Parents love to know that their owners and directors and teachers, that they're warm. Okay, they want their children to be around people who are warm. So uh, this is a nice little tip. 
as you greet them outside the building versus them walking their children to their class as we're so used to doing. The fourth thing is screening children upon arrival. So a lot of... um Directors and owners are asking, um, what, you know, what is, what is happening? What are you seeing in other daycares? What are you seeing in other childcare facilities? And what we're seeing is, of course, the touchless thermometers. So that's like a must. And if there's a new enrollment, of course, there's a COVID screening form. So they want to know these owners and directors, they want to make sure that the child wasn't in contact with anyone who has had the virus or is feverish or has any of the symptoms. Okay. So you want to get yourself a good form. Also, uh, you know, removing their outside shoes, which I thought was a really good tip that my daughter's uh, daycare does. She is three years old. So we have been all up and through these processes <laughs> with the owner and director of that school. So she actually has the students remove their outside shoes. Okay, check this out. They are removing their outside shoes and they are switching them to their school shoes. Okay, so these school shoes are kept in their backpack. They're only worn in school. And it kind of what the the way it's described to us. And of course, what makes sense is that it's lessening the traffic of the outside kind of, you know, dirt and grime in the school. These schools are also more than likely getting fogged and disinfected. So they're trying to really cut down on the amount of foot traffic in the school so that they can, um, you know, help the stop the spread of the virus and any other viruses. Uh, number five, clean and disinfect. So there is no work around with this. Teachers, directors, owners, please make sure that you're following the CDC guidelines on how to properly disinfect. Cleaning, wiping off um, hard surfaces, that is just the tip of the iceberg. You want to make sure that you are properly disinfecting, getting EPA, certified solutions, leaving them on the countertops for a re- whatever amount of time the solution can or bottle tells you to so they can be disinfected, okay? Lots of people do not know that. That's okay. That's why we're here, right? That's why we have you all as our wonderful listeners because we want to inform you. So please make sure that if you do not have a awesome professional cleaning service that already knows and should be practicing that, that your teachers or your day porter or whomever is helping with the cleaning, please let them know about the CDC guidelines and how to properly disinfect, okay? Um, again, EPA approved products. There's even a green product on the EPA list, okay? Um, definitely holler at us if you want to know what that product is. Um, but it's long story short, it's called Salumel. It's amazing. It is EPA approved and it is the only green product that is EPA approved as of now, okay? No way around that. Clean and disinfect. Caring for infants and toddlers is number six. So we already know, obviously, that infants and toddlers, they're considered the vulnerables, right? They're considered vulnerable with this virus. In that case, we want to kind of attempt to double disinfect and temp checks. Yes, I know infant teachers are going to hate us for this. But it's for everyone's good here, even the teachers. You want to keep a close eye on what they touch. And of course, uh, be sure to limit the sharing of the toys. What I'm being told is that a lot of the teachers are just kind of watching the children as they pick up the toys and play with them. Once they kind of have, uh, you know, had had their way with the toy, they pick them up and they leave them in that soapy water or disinfectant water. Okay. Number seven, healthy hygiene behavior. 
This is so good. You guys have already been doing this. Owners and directors, teachers, parents, we have already been doing this, right? But now it's so important to make it fun, make it very normal to wash your hands between the big switches or even as often as you feel needed. You know, kids stick their nose, their fingers in their noses, excuse me, and um, they stick them wherever they feel like it, right? They're children, they're innocent. And as cute as it can be from a distance, with everything going on, we need to make sure that they are washing those hands 30 seconds. I have my kids sing the ABC song uh, extended version. <laughs> so we want to make sure that we are indeed um, making that normalize that hand washing, okay? So if you're switching between breakfast, lunch, snack, playtime, nap time, anything, if they're moving from one room to another for whatever reason, um, please make it normal for them to wash those pretty little hands. All right, number eight, food prep and meal service. Now this, this is a big question that we have gotten. The kitchen is often kind of a place where many staff members help out. When the chef is, um, you know, over on overload or if the chef is not there, anyone jumps in, preps the food, serves it, okay? This is probably going to be a time. I don't even want to say probably. This is a time where you need to lessen the amount of people in that kitchen for minimal contamination, okay? Again, viruses are invisible. You cannot see them. So you want to make sure that the chef is in the kitchen. The chef is preparing. Everything is getting done by that one person. And should the chef not be there, then please allow one person to be designated for that food preparation. Another cool thing centers are doing is they are catering. They're actually catering or asking parents to simply bring home lunches for everybody. Um, but again, these are just tips. Um, Take it with uh, whatever works for you and your center, okay? So those are the things that you want to have in your facility. Um, in your team and staff, there's a whole nother set of things. And to me, this is very much so um, as important as what you want to have in the facility, but it might have kind of a different grade of importance because it all starts with us, right? We're all responsible within. So... In your team, in your dream team, in your staff, directors, teachers, uh, facility workers, however, day porters, whomever is there helping um, us raise these little, little beautiful children, we want to make sure that these things are happening. Number one, you want to stop delegating and you want to start teaching. Now, this sounds like, oh, of course, that's what I do all day that, that, you know, I teach. Yes, there's a big difference between telling someone, hey, can you wipe that table down? Can you clean your room? And there's a huge difference from showing. Trust me, I own a commercial cleaning business. I have trained several people. <laughs> I won't tell you the numbers because I don't want to get a slap on the wrist, but I have trained many people, okay, on how to properly disinfect. Many people do not know. They don't know. So please help them. Help them by showing them. Be patient. No more delegating. Teach and create those experts. When you teach people, you give them kind of that, that sense of power and they feel good about it. They feel empowered. Help them doing that. Help your dream team feel empowered. Okay, the CDC guidelines may not be as different 
as the process you had prior to the pandemic. But the one major difference is that your families are constantly asking you, okay, what plans do you have? What plans do you have? So what you want to do is you want to train your team not only to respond, but to actively participate as much as possible to the points that we discussed, okay, uh, earlier as far as preparedness, as far as food prep, caring for infants, cleaning and disinfecting, et cetera, et cetera. So having a little Zoom meeting for maybe 15, 30 minutes is not a bad idea, owners and directors, because at that point you can elaborate on, hey, this is what you should say should a parent ask about this, okay? Now, let's be real. We're not always going to remember everything that we are taught, especially in a state of kind of panic or some anxiety. However, it is important to, you know, have those meetings, maybe have a routine meeting once every two weeks, uh, once every month, however you want to do it, but as often as you feel necessary for your team. Okay. I know as an owner, a lot of time doesn't allow us to train. Sometimes it's easier just to tell others, but this is kind of where you need to shine. Definitely teach others and empower them. Okay. Consider also having a COVID crew. Okay. This is the second thing. Consider having a COVID crew. Having a COVID crew is nothing more different than just a team of people that are your liaisons. So if you're not available directly to answer a a nervous parent's concerns or a new parent's questions during enrollment, they can. You've added that trust in them to actually answer that question for that parent. And you will be surprised at how your team feels when they're able to answer those questions confidently when you give them that responsibility, okay? Um... Third thing, um, we are adding, we're having a system, excuse me, for every situation. Okay. This one is, can be tedious, but it has to go along with one step at a time. This is what I mean. I think it's an awesome idea to have a manual of kind of, and when you think of manual, you think of this big, huge, thick book. I don't mean that. I literally mean a binder, a few dividers, and you're literally making a small manual of a system of what could happen. Again, the do's and don'ts that we talked about earlier, but this goes in more depth speaking to what happens if a child has a fever? Where do I call? What do I do? What happens if a child is having a cough and I see that they're short of breath? What happens, et cetera, et cetera? What happens if the parent has a fever, but the child does not during drop-off? This is your kind of how-to binder, okay? And you can do it as you go. That's why I said it could be tedious, but let's be optimistic and look at it like this. Let's do it as we go, right? Let's sit down, think of some uh, questions or some, you know, critical risk uh, during this pandemic. And then as we go, as the issues come up, we can add to that. Hopefully there won't be many issues, but as they do, we're going to learn from them and put them somewhere safe so that we can pass it along to new teachers or, um, you know, new staff. So again, having a system for every situation so that everyone is on board is really, really good. Okay. So that's all I have for you as far as um, what you want to have 
on your team and your staff. Just to give you a recap, today we discussed a good handful of things that you want to have in the center. Some examples are, you know, parent drop-off and pickup, screening your children upon arrival, caring for infants and toddlers, all of this regarding uh, putting parents' minds at ease. And then we also talked about those things that you want to have in your faculty and staff, in your dream team to put your parents' minds at ease. So training your team, not just telling them what to do, having a manual on what to do if there's a code red or if, what to do if there's a parent with a, with a temp and not a child, um, you know, creating COVID crews just in case something were to happen. So these are just, this is just a little recap, okay, of what we discussed today. Um, keep your trust where it needs to be, which is in your parents, okay? I cannot stress that. Um, keeping parents' minds at ease by kind of, you know, living by your CDC guidelines, ensuring your team understands them with some good old teaching and having a true system in a state of emergency in your center, that's going to give your parents and your staff and your staff a peace of mind knowing that you simply have a plan to protect. You have a plan to protect. Um, if you found that this is added any value, okay, to your childcare ownership, and you want to learn more about who we are and the awesome gifts that we offer, please jump on our demo cleaning at demo.cleanmydaycare.com. Again, that's D-E-M-O dot cleanmydaycare.com. It was so awesome talking to you today about easing parents' minds, and we can't wait to hear from you with any questions. Talk to you soon. Stay safe. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to today's episode. If you felt like today really added value to your childcare facility and you want to learn more about how we can service your childcare, go to demo.cleanmydaycare.com to learn more. That's D-E-M-O.cleanmydaycare.com. We can't wait to hear from you. The Georgia Childcare and Daycare Owners Podcast is passionate about you. Uncovering and discussing all issues for real solutions, we work to keep your enrollment rates high and anxiety low. This is absolutely free, so please help us by simply subscribing, reviewing, and rating us. We can't do this without you. Enjoy the episode.